Now, um, does everyone have their alcohol? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've got the... Does any anyone need a... Yeah, okay. How much alcohol do I need? What's... Um, Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm okay. going through this with only a carbonated, caffeine-free You're beverage. Already... We want stories where people kiss and stuff. Listener, Bridget is truly disturbed. This is very much like finding out that Jimmy Pesto stormed the Capitol. I keep seeing you click back to a spreadsheet you've made. Did you make a call-out spreadsheet? Boycotting Chi- China? China the country? China? All of Chi- Boycotting China? Sorry. I want to die. Now, the actor who plays Alaric Saltzman... And my personal experience, knowing nothing about it, I genuinely did like the character of Alaric. He seems fun. He seems fun. He goes through a fun journey. Why are you using past tense, Morgan? Well, oh, it's hard. No. It's hard not to see certain things now when I look at him. Matt Davis, the actor for Alaric Saltzman. It came out on Twitter. Someone exposed his. What do you call it? pen name for fan fiction he writes oh my gosh oh, no. wait on what website did he publish the fan fiction this is necessary for me to know fanfiction.net it might not say in whatever I, source you i found. might not but it really it will yeah like what like whatever whatever platform it is will really flavor inform this. a lot so, yeah. people on tumblr have re published it uh-huh. okay 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 because he definitely went on a whole like delete, delete tweets he and did some also dirty deleting uh, yeah mm. he also would live tweet fan fiction on the set of the vampire diaries sorry live tweet fan fiction what does that yeah, mean so, he, so like would he link other people's fan fiction or he would like live tweet what he wanted to he happen would in the be show? writing line by line fan fiction in each tweet between characters in the vampire diaries while on like a on like a sock puppet pen name account or on oh, his okay. on his like professional so, actor account so his his pen name is Ernesto Riley. Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> Christ. Hey. Same. That's also my pen name. That's, That's crazy. extreme. Uh, what's his face? Are you thinking of Carlos Danger? Yes. I'm thinking of Carlos Thank you. Danger. Yeah. Thank you. The only name I had was his wife, and I was like, I don't want to bring her into this. Yeah. He had been writing this fan fiction for some time while acting on this show. Which so that I don't take issue with on its face, except I, okay. what it was about. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm so scared. It was sexual and romantic fan fiction between two characters: his character, Alaric Saltzman, and Elena Gilbert. <sighs> yeah, um, how it's like graphic oh God, was it? It's a teacher slash father figure. Oh no! Framed in that show. But I, I think Matt Davis, this is alleged, like, this is what I'm assuming, is that he did have a crush on Nina Dobrev or or really it. or really saw himself, like, in this role and, like, loved what was going on in the Vampire Fucking Diaries horrifying. that he had a lot of Alaric Saltzman and, and like, uh, Stefan and Damon fan fiction. Those weren't sexual, but, but like, rather... Um, there's one where like he's telling Damon why he should like not date Elena and like because oh, he's too wow. old. Do you think that like like we hear rumors sometimes about actors like getting into arguments with the writers about what they think their character would do? 
Do we think that he did that or do we think he did this instead? Interesting, like to get out what he wanted to happen in the show. Because like my immediate conspiracy theory there too is like there have been instances like... I know something that happened in Supernatural was like the character Castiel came in and they intended him to only be on for a little bit, but the fans reacted so positively that essentially they were like forced to keep him in for like yeah. the next 10 million seasons of that show. Yeah. So like my first thought until is like, he oh. was sent to super <laughs> until he was sent to super hell for being gay. Uh, <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait. Um, so may we all. So may we all. Um, <laughs> But, like, my first thought was, like, oh, is this a psyop to, like, get the fans loving this character and, like, wanting to see him with the character? Wow. That's, like, no. I mean. Wow. (laughs) When when did it come out? Yeah, when did it first come out that this this fanfic author was this actor? I will not be able to react appropriately until I know how graphic the sexual stuff was. Yeah, big agree. Because if it's, like, a little flirty, it's, like, weird, especially because that's your coworker. But it's, like, humiliating, but it's it's, not, like, predatory. And, like, there is a lot... I think there's a lot about the power dynamic that I think is crucial to understand this situation. So I'm seeing tweets. People have tweeted about this for a while. There's a tweet, I think, dated here 2016, 2012, and 2015. So I think it's been floating around. Is that during the... When did the show end? 2017? Oh, wow. Wow, so towards the end. Wait, was he... I man, it's really hard to like ask about this without asking about spoilers. Yeah. But it depends on how much you care. How long? Like, was he still on the show when people were figuring this out? Yes. Um, and it resurfaced in 2019, and that's when like he got into some fights on Twitter, and then his Twitter was either banned or he deleted it. I'm not oh. sure. And a bunch of stuff. A bunch of accounts that either I think that supported him were also banned. And and that's actually a, a different rabbit hole that I went down. How can these but, be separate? But but it came out because he is one of the major characters in a new spin-off for the Vampire Diaries called Legacies. Mm. So Bridget, Wait, Bridget, you saw the first episode of Legacies. Right? I've seen the first season, but I truly have no idea how these properties possibly like I remember Could not possibly intersect. But do you remember this character? No. He's the dude that like tr- is like training the girls. Oh wow. Wait, he's like the principal? Yeah. Bridget has rocketed back in her chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listener, Bridget is truly disturbed. I can I'm read from full her face. <laughs> Edward munches the scream right now. Yeah, truly. Um, horrifying. Yeah. An educator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in both situations, in both He's TV shows. Okay, wait. Is this like if late in Buffy we found out that Anthony Stewart Head was writing Giles Buffy fanfic, and then he and then he went on to start a, a new school Stand for up. Slayers. Yeah. I see we've translated this into something. Yeah. That I really needed context. Yeah, yeah that context Holy really shit. clicked Probably it Probably worse than that. So How do you mean worse? There is a That's petition bad. to sign to get Matt Davis fired from Legacies. There's a lot of people coming out against the showrunner Julie Pleck right. for keeping him on. I'm, I'm horrified that he was brought onto a new property. Yes. And this was after this came out? Like, yeah, Legacies yeah, so is like when, newish. When the fan fiction stuff came out, mostly it was treated as a joke. Obviously, a lot of people like thought it was funny, like, look at this doofus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I'm looking at Morgan's laptop. And no, okay, sorry, Bridget, don't look. Morgan will tell you. 
What? <laughs> I, I have a tweet, and then I have a clip for you to listen to. Oh, boy. Just to kind of set up how the fan fiction, well, like when it first kind of like came out and people were aware of it, how it was addressed. So That's Julie, 2012. Yeah. Julie Pleck tweeted in 2012, Dear Matt Davis, I got tweets that uh, the A slash E, so Alaric Elena hug seems sexual. Thank you for ruining all that is good and pure with your smutty fan fiction. Wink emoji. Winky face. Or not emoji, emoticon. Wink emoticon. And that's 2012. Yeah. Emoticon land, for so sure. So I, I was, like, truly, like, reaching in my mind, like, okay, like, did no one who ran the show, like, bother to click fanfic links because yeah. they were like, this is ridiculous. Let's go on with our day. Yeah. Um, but no, in 2012, the showrunner was, like, aware. one of my actors writes so erotic fanfic like, about the characters and it's i really it would also and i don't expect her to have said anything about it for a lot of reasons but it would also really again it's messy to say anything well no so i was i was gonna yeah julie fuck it's i get it but like i i would again know how to react a lot more if nina dobrev had ever talked about it but it's such a weird thing to talk about that i get why i can't even imagine being put in that situation there's so much to unravel here because if it was something that was like joke or a thing she like knew about and consented to i feel like that would make it more fine for me because like i like but yeah i i I need to know more about i'm thinking about like when lena dunham recently was like oh this guy couldn't have assaulted that girl because this guy's my friend like it's giving me big like like enabler energy yeah for for julie I get that vibes as well. Yeah. From from what I've dug in. Yeah, sorry. This man's name is Matt Davis. Matt Davis. Okay, we've just met his character on the show. Yeah, which I I do want to state that, like, Alaric as a character, fun character. I'm enjoying him so far. I kind of saw him as a dad figure, loved it, rather than a daddy. Yeah. Maybe, like, teenager Morgan was a little bit daddy. Yeah. Right. Because I have a thing. But you and did I that with see, everyone. But you, like, yeah. <laughs> but as I got older now. A like, little indiscriminate. Well, and that's like supposed to be a safe thing for you to do as a yeah. teen. With yeah. a lot of the conversation like around like what's acceptable for age gaps, especially in unbalanced positions of power. The idea that like I, I have to concur with mm-hmm. my colleague here mm-hmm. that I do think that it's like allowed and part of many teen girls and other teens like Fantasy. growing up right. yeah. to like be able to like see like that's possibly a good life partner to have in the future. Yeah. For me, it's like in line with the idea that like, okay, if you have a crush on your math teacher, it's your math teacher's job to be like, yeah, not absolutely like yeah. in, in high school, like you are learning how to set those boundaries. You're learning what's appropriate. And like TV is a reflection of that. Like you're supposed to see in theory on TV, like, oh, like, I'm kind of into that guy, but he's a teacher and he's treating these teens appropriately. Yeah. So then yeah. to have the actor blur those lines yeah. is tough. The character himself is written appropriately. Right. Yeah. Which I am so thankful for. Yeah. If you were watching the show and, like, Elena was the character you projected onto and you had a crush on this guy and, like, then wrote this fan fiction, I see that happening. I see teenagers doing that and I don't want to be, like... You're a sexual predator yeah, yeah. who condones predation. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. not. There what are we're plenty saying. of other people who have written Alaric and Elena fan fiction. Yeah. They're yeah. probably teen girls, whatever. Which is again a way. It's a way for the teens to have some agency and say, like, I want to yeah. explore mm-hmm. this yeah. in a safe way. But to have yeah. him coming into that space and be like, yeah. Oh, I'm here. Like, I'm yeah. into it. Like that's fucking. Yeah, yeah exactly. They- I think that this is like. I do agree that there should be like a 
boundary between like a fandom and the people that make it. And I think that like make the actual thing just because like, it's so weird whenever those lines are crossed. Fantasy and romance authors, or sorry, like fanfic and romance authors have for like a long time, like been fighting the idea that, okay, like because I write about this stuff, like that doesn't make me like an insane sex pest to have around. Yeah, like I don't condone everything I write about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this man plays this character. So when he's imagining these things, it's his own face and his Co-worker. And his right. co- yeah, that's what makes right. it weird. That's like, what makes it weird. Uh, was there an HR for Nina Dobrev to go to? Yeah, honestly. And I mean, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I don't know if she HR. did. The idea of like finding out that your co-worker was writing erotic fan fiction about his character about and your character. You. It's yeah. it's it's so that's chilling. That is yeah. chilling. Yeah. Because like the fan, like, it's someone with access to the actual like I don't know how TV portrayal, like portrayal. So it's like if he wanted to say like, oh, I think this would be an interesting like line to pursue. I mean, that's the thing you'd need to have a bunch of serious conversations with people because Mm -hmm. it's like it would be. Guess what? I bet there wasn't an intimacy expert with his fan fiction. Oh god! I bet there wasn't an intimacy director on the show. Like that's such a new concept. Oh, and I'm confident someone in that role would not be like, ah, Julie, that's a fine tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back on set. Um, yeah. I feel like especially at that time, like a lot of showrunners were like closer with fandoms and like tried to like whip up anytime they saw people shipping people. I think that they saw like world. it's a post-loss world. Like or post yeah. And so they were like, oh, this is engagement. If I encourage engagement, that's good. But it's like to just maintain a distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Not to just be someone who yells boundaries every time they're uncomfortable, but boundaries. <laughs> but, boundaries. but also uh, no apologies that we are those people. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess like bad. I guess the the thing that is like really I know you want to like share some actual content, but the thing that's like really rocking me about this is that like uh, wait, if you're going to make teen drama, right? If that's your medium of choice, I think as an adult, you have some responsibilities. An enormous amount of responsibility. And all of the adults involved have been like, it's pretty funny that this guy wants to fuck this teen. And also, they seem to be prioritizing the idea of getting into the mindset of a teen in a vampire drama Mm -hmm. over... Real life teens. Real life teens or any responsibility with storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the kind of thing where it's like, it would immediately be like, everyone, all the actors are adults. Why not have them play adults? Like, and I know it's because your audience is teens. There's so many YA stories that are told in high school that would make just as much sense in college. Yeah. And agreed. in fact, more sense yeah, more based on how much yeah. free time these so children have. When we watch The Magicians, they're in Magic College. Yeah. And it makes and so much so sense. So much of what happens in that show feels okay yeah. because everyone is the same level of consenting adult. Yeah. And like, there, like, I don't think there actually the is a lot of like teacher student anything. They're diminished because like, no one's a minor. Right, right, right. And yeah, and again, this is exactly the thing where it's like stuff with like historical racism and slavery, where it's like this, this is not the show that's equipped to deal with that. This At is all. also not the show that's equipped to deal with like actually meaningfully different power dynamics that are like the 
the power dynamic of like a human and a when vampire. When it comes to teen is, sexuality, yeah, like yeah. which is what the show is at its core about. about yeah, yeah. It's about teen sexuality and like what relationships teens are exploring yeah. and uh, yeah. how vampires affect that. Yeah, and and I think like in this show, like what where it works for me is like the vampires are there as a metaphor for someone who is more powerful than you or whose capacity to hurt you you know is very large. A larger wisdom, it's a larger, greater, stronger cares about including you. Including that like element of like actual real world fucked up power dynamics. It's kind of, it falls in this uncanny valley of like, no, you already have the metaphor of a fucked up power uh-huh. dynamic. So like having both feels like, uh, very yeah. gross, and very teacher, gross. And this teacher's a fucking vampire. Yeah. Well, okay. Hasn't been confirmed for yeah, us but yet. Like he, he tried sure to go is. in the house and couldn't. So okay, like yeah, that we, feels... we can pretty much be sure he's a vampire. He did. He he walked up to the threshold. Jenna right. says, "I'm not going to invite you." Right, and then he, and he's and like, then he oh, did it. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go write some fanfic and stuff. I mean, this <laughs> is like this is like so tied to the conversation we had about like vampires could have been a helpful vehicle to talk about slavery. Mm-hmm. Like it's also a helpful vehicle to talk about consent, which yeah. from episode one, we've been like, nah, ah, problems. Oh, thrall exists. I guess we're right. going to handle this right. poorly. Right. And so we're talking about like a, a okay, a, like a human man in real life yeah. is like, I think it's so hot that my teacher vampire character that has both societal and literal mind control over mm-hmm. this teen. I think it's so hot if they like make out or fuck or whatever. I don't know what the the scale is. I will read it. <laughs> oh god. And then the showrunner is like, hmm, that's pretty funny. There's two different kinds of fan fiction. I have the one with him and Elena. Okay. Okay. And then I have I found some the fan fiction that he tweeted in moments with him in like between Alaric and Damon and Alaric and Tyler. And and this was a uh, this was his pen names account. Okay, so it wasn't from the actor. Okay, right, okay, okay, okay. Just making sure that no agent was watching this oh my happen God, live. Imagine? It starts with Elena runs out of tampons and calls down Rick, asking him to run oh, to the no. store and pick up a new box. Oh, no. The next scene is an awkward moment at the register where Alaric has to explain that tampons are for his student he lives with. I'm really sorry summarizing. that you have to read this yeah. out loud. Do you want me to read it? No, no. It's okay. Fine. Rick is leaving the store. He bumps into Stefan, who is shopping for toothpaste, which is weird. Classic thing detail. for a vampire to do. Stefan asks who the tampons are for. Rick casually tells Stefan they're for Elena, which he quickly regrets because this sends Stefan into a blood tizzy. Cut to no. a chase scene between Alaric and Stefan, both racing frantically to the Gilbert house. Alaric is furiously driving, trying to outrun Stefan, who is vamp speeding through the streets of Mystic Falls. Alaric speed dialing Elena as he rounds the corner, the box of tampon falling to the floor of the car. Quote, Elena, it's Rick. I fucked up. I ran into Stefan at the drugstore. He saw the tampons and asked who they're for. I slipped and told him they were for you. Now he's vamp speeding through the house and I'm trying to outrun him. <laughs> Go to my nightstand. Night is spelled N-I-T-E. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Character limit. In it, <laughs> you'll find a can of vervain mace. I'll be there soon. Whatever you <laughs> do, don't me. panic. End quote. Just then, a lark slams on the brakes to avoid running a red light. An old woman slowly crosses yeah, the street. A lark slams on the writing. horn. Quote, hurry the fuck up, will you? End quote. 
Just the then, the he story. sees Stefan blast through the intersection. As soon as the old woman clears, Stefan steps on the gas and runs the red light, <laughs> just missing, getting slammed by another car. I just love this, like, an added comedic moment. Yeah. Purposefully. Yeah. Also, d- did he accidentally switch the character that was driving, or did you? Did I? So who slammed on the gas in what you just read? Oh, Alaric. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 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 I, was, I was ready to and attribute that to Stephane him. Stefan vamps bed through the, right. the intersection. Cut to. Elena rushes into Rick's room and opens his nightstand. There, next to some handcuffs, a ball gag, and some oh. box of condoms is the vervain mace. I'm sorry. A ball gag. Yeah. Ball yeah, gag. let's not. I don't want to I dwell can, on no, that. No, I Keep don't. going. <laughs> Elena grabs the mace and runs down the stairs. Just then, the front door explode open. Yeah, Elena! Stefan cries out. <laughs> What's the matter, Stefan? Elena says calmly. You know, growls Stefan. His face begins to vam out. I think he meant vamp Vamp-y. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside, Just like a caricature of society wanting this man to stop. <laughs> outside, you can hear a lark's car squealing around the corner and then crashing through the garbage cans out front. This distracts Stefan. When he turns back around, he finds himself face to face with a can of Vervain mace. I don't know if that was meant to be rhymed. Sorry, baby, Elena says, just before blasting Stefan in the face. <laughs> Stefan grabs at his face, howling in pain, and drops to his knees. Cut to the cellar of the Salvatore house. Stefan, ball gagged. Sorry, I didn't Oh, huh. And handcuffed to <laughs> oh, a chair. I wasn't expecting that to come back. Yeah. Handcuffed to a chair with a lark, sex toys. Yeah. Face yeah. burned, eyes bloodshot. Damon enters hanging up a calendar and crosses off one more day. Sorry, brother, says Damon. Just few, a few more days. Elena thinks we can let you out by Sunday. The end. Here's what I'll say. Um, good writing can really absolve any ha! crimes. <laughs> this like, was not good writing. No, no, no. I love the spelling of night. Yeah. Stan. This is almost worse because it's like. If you're not good at this, what are you doing? Well, then? no, but not even that. He's like, it's actually romantic because I'm trying to protect her. But there is a ball gag. There is one oh, more layer yeah. of like of power dynamic problems. As someone who is like been reading fan fiction for a long time i can carbon date the style of that writing oh to absolutely like, yeah no like that is the kind of thing that people were writing like on twitter live journal around that mm-hmm. time you can run a finger over that fossil and Exa- figure yeah. out exactly yeah. what Taste era that's from yeah so it's most like, of those people were teens yeah it's <laughs> like that's it's the thing it's like you would see that and be like okay that's like pretty par for the course it's just so weird like don't do that if you're the actor don't tweet it if you're, like don't do it but if you do it don't tweet it i mean no like legit that man was like okay this coworker of mine yeah. would it's love to get a ball gag in there so- like, oh my god holy uh, shit like it's the coworker th- it's the coworker thing like, like not only is so many levels of this so creepy but there's this also like first level of gauche yeah which is like not as much of a sin as sure. the absolute creepiness yeah. but it's like I can't help but like point and be like, it's not even good. Right. <laughs> no, like truly imagine thinking this is a fine thing to write down. Well, imagine really having high. zero impulse control and having bad impulses also. <laughs> so this, this I read from a Tumblr post okay. from a lexicon of stars.tumblr.com. And they, they do make, yeah, well, I'm just saying yeah, like my is. source, but like they do make a 
thing at the beginning where they say Ernesto Riley, Alaric in the Vampire Diaries, took to Twitter to write some Vampire Diaries fan fiction. It makes as much sense as you'd think. Here it goes. And then into it. So I think maybe some of it could have been summarized. Some of it definitely sounded like it came from tweets. But that's the gist of what he wrote, at least anyway. Okay. Okay. So this clip we're about to listen to is from the Paley Center panel for media. And there, it was like an interview panel. And I think Ian Summerholder, Paul Wesley, Nina Dobrev are there. Julie Pleck and Matt Davis are there. I forget who else is there, but I got this from a YouTube video. Yeah, let's talk about this fan fiction of yours. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, no. No, let's do. Let's talk about. Oh God, no! I'm <laughs> getting off that easy. Fiction. <laughs> Bam. No, I won't talk about the fan. It's totally inappropriate. Oh, but it is inappropriate. No, it's What's actually. What's your favorite one? <laughs> I have two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, you know, uh, if we're being honest about it. Uh, we are. There's one I won't mention because it's actually like R-rated. But Truly the other one is. Um, is there's a moment where Alaric is talking to Damon. This is written as written by Matt Davis, by the way. Alaric is <laughs> literally on an iPhone while I'm like in a scene with a him. Um, about why Damon loves Elena when Elena, as a young girl, doesn't even know who John Lennon is. And uh, <laughs> and it's it's actually I mean it's a nice. He says to he says to Damon, why don't you just wait a little, man? Why don't you wait and let her grow up and have a life and become an adult and learn about things like John Lennon and life and deep stuff, and, Davis. Uh, and Alaric, like, gives Damon a little, you know, life lesson in philosophy and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's nice. It's not going to happen this season, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really no different than the conversations that Matt Davis and I have in the halls of our production office. That's true. That's true. Maybe he's, maybe, like, who's your muse, Matt? Well, right now it's been Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have enjoyed making him do some twisted things. It's <laughs> <laughs> been fun. And I, and I, and I like the, the chase between... That, uh, that's the one we're not going to talk oh, about. That one. Oh. Yeah, we can't talk about it. <laughs> oh, that one, yeah. That one's amazing. That's fantastic. So, yeah. Who's Tyler? Tyler is Vicky's ex-boyfriend. Oh. Oh. Oh, that guy. Okay, and sorry, so was Nina Dobrev on this panel? I did take the segment like the last bit she is on this panel she does talk about some stuff that is spoiler with a different character okay but Uh, she's sitting there right she's sitting there yeah i like did you see in the video if she like seemed because it's such a if she's okay with it then it like changes it so much but like i also feel like if you're in that position you'd feel pressured to act like you i'm deeply uncomfortable yeah i don't want to project anything i actually also though don't know if that makes it okay yeah agreed if nita debrev came out and said i'm fine with this that's still it could be a lie it could be the fact that that she feels like she has to say that nina and ian and paul are all sitting there like having to deal like they're in public Mm -hmm. right now yeah so the woman who was speaking at the beginning about having two favorites was that julie pleck that's julie pleck okay so this woman okay julie pleck the showrunner and there was some other like chuckling Mm -hmm. at the beginning and what i was very much reminded of was in professional situations where if i had time to think about it i would be deeply uncomfortable but like what's most important when you're in those situations is like 
everything's like fine so we're gonna like laugh mm-hmm. about this and then let's, let's not keep like it going. severing the business relationship like i i don't want to like in front of people like say things but mm-hmm. she did she brought it up mm-hmm um yeah was did someone like ask a question or did she bring no it up? she's like at the beginning there she I, was yeah, like well, i was wondering if it was like cut before uh, so there's another character they were asking nina Debrev about about like her relationship with him it's like oh like are we gonna see any kissing between these two people and julie pleck does bring up like well i think this character has to get behind a lark because Oh, well, like there's, there's a fan line? fiction out there. Yeah, like oh, gross. Yeah, I um, truly the thing when he said, "I love making Tyler do whatever it was." I thought you were about to say like it's our. I'm not sure who said this, but it's just like me and Matt Davis's conversations, but in the production. Also horrifying. Also deeply horrifying. But but his motivation is so naked. Him saying like, "I love making Tyler do whatever yeah. the thing was," mm. like really betrays a really horrifying motive for this. And yeah. like that I don't actually feel like, which is what I was thinking about when I was saying like, even if Nina Dobrev was like, this is fine. This man's motivation is like manipulative. Manipulative. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I mean, like I know like writers who have like talked about their characters in that way. Mm-hmm. None of them have been actors on the set. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's another, that's another thing where it's like, it just adds such a dimension to have it be like real people and your coworkers. If you are writing something like run through all the potential scenarios and like mm-hmm. maybe like necessarily not take everything super seriously. So like, I think that, yeah, talking about characters in kind of this callous way and i'm it, that's not like, inherently uh, in and of itself yeah. like yeah. terrible but like yeah what brings it into the weird these zone are your coworkers. Is, these are your coworkers, right yeah and, and they're also right. not because characters are not the same as the actors mm-hmm. but yeah when you are picturing these people you're yeah. picturing your coworkers' faces right and that, mm-hmm. yeah so, well and those those actors have consented to being written by the writers of the show yeah. they've not consented to having like the weird guy that's on set with them writing like sexual scenarios about that. I don't know. Really? I'm, well, I've never, I'm just so kind of like thrown by trying to understand like what the onset dynamic is with Mm -hmm. this person, with Matt Davis, because this is such unusual behavior. Yeah. Like, I don't think that I've, I've never heard of this happening before. So it's hard to know. I have a couple of analogous experiences in my head that I like can't talk about specifically on the podcast and every single one of them has ended with like a tremendous sexual harassment emergency mm-hmm. but because it's like oh we're right like we're on a show together we're artists like we're yeah. cool and that and that like I mean, as someone coming out of the performing arts background like yeah. that's the whole fucking thing yeah. is that everyone is like oh but like we're, we're not regular co-workers we're cool co-workers industries yeah. it's different we all change together yeah. this is our standard one yeah. thing that i was thinking of was that like okay so l morgan and i like we all wrote together with a company where we sometimes had to portray had to uh portrayed some of the more minor characters i mean when we did the like gory tied to a tree shoot right like or when you were the cult son or like there was like little we don't have to keep i would like to see elle as a cult son (laughs) yeah like my face isn't even they were they were wearing a mask but um there's like these like minor things and we're also all writers and 
the idea of crossing that boundary with either of you or anyone else yeah. who I worked with makes me so deeply uncomfortable. I can't even like get to the Because you respect experiment. each other. Well, there's that, but yeah, yes. Okay, yeah, I guess maybe that's it. Like what Bridget said, even transposed into like, I haven't acted professionally ever, but like I did theater in high school and stuff and everyone who does theater in high school is incredibly horny. So like sometimes mm -hmm. like, I don't know, but it's like if I had found out that in high school, if someone I did theater with like wrote fan fiction about my character yes. and their character, yeah. I would be weirded out. Yeah. When I was in high school, I was in a production of Once Upon a Mattress and I played <laughs> ensemble. And if I heard that someone was writing about a love interest between a like Winifred and ensemble, I would be deep. <laughs> I, no one else. At this table or in these earbuds can know how often Hannah looks it's at me so and in earnest is like, thank when you I was for in sharing with me your experience of the professional forming arts, performing arts. When I was in Once Upon a Mattress as Ensemble. Bridget, yeah. as witch number two in Joe's dream sequence in Little Women yeah. the Musical. Yeah. <laughs> I consider us equals. <laughs> I am not an actor. I was a stage manager and thus like party to even more information about the problematic roles that like people take. And there is... Between actors and the text? Between actors and, and playwrights for new works, between actors and directors. And like that's part of the why... The concept of an ingenue? Like I know that <laughs> Hannah has heard me yell, I mean, for all of last summer about when a bunch of artistic directors were outed as being like really abusive men that would very predatory write scripts or like just roll into dressing rooms and stuff and it's because there is a there's a power imbalance first of all you're in an environment where everyone expects you to be like chill about it and then when you say i want you to respect my autonomy someone comes back at you and says well i want you to respect my vision yeah, yeah. and like this isn't quite the same because he's not Matt Davis is not their director, but he's still I – I guess this is what I've been trying to unpack like about what was really grossing me out about that clip is it's very much like, well, I'm just expressing myself and I get to express myself. Mm -hmm. But actually that's that's not how it fucking works. Like you don't get to just say whatever you Yeah, want. it was never brought up in that clip whether or not it was okay. Right. <laughs> it was happening right. at the all. The assumption was just that like, oh, well, wow, this is what he does so when he's bored at work. That this is happening and he's like, mm, between shots. If it ever was talked about, it was not in the YouTube video. But so there's all of this, right? There's all of this. And then on top of that, we're adding a layer of teacher and student. Yeah, yeah. So there's already this tremendous amount, like, of just conversations that we were not having as, like, an industry, I think, at the time that this show came out. Or it was much quieter. It was, like, I mean, it was wh whispered networks. It was, like, quietly in the bar after rehearsal. So, like, you have this whole... It feels so hacked to say pre-Me Too. But so you take that and then you add on top of that a layer of, like, minor adult dynamics. Yeah. Which, for me, makes it 300% creepier. And I think what I was trying to do with the other example is, like, the way to do it in a way that is, like, I think professionally acceptable is just, like, talk about it with your coworkers as mm -hmm. coworkers and explain your reasoning for why you think certain mm -hmm. things should or shouldn't happen. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into, like, this component, but for folks that are, like, listening to this and are, like, what's the solution? I do want to recommend, we mentioned a couple times, intimacy direction, yeah. which is, like, <laughs> yeah. which is, like, a, a very quickly growing field mm -hmm. in the like live and recorded performing arts and, and it's actually been dearly needed yes yeah. and it's been it's had a really profound impact already so like 
that if you're listening to this and you're like, well, what's the solution for yeah. men in theater? Like, how, how do we yeah. tell stories yeah. if... Yeah. It's right. like, yeah, we want stories where right. people kiss and stuff, but it's like, we also... Like, Boy, do we. Boy, do we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Horrifying conclusion. <laughs> I, and you know uh, what? We couldn't have written a more horrifying. I want to die. <laughs> but uh, I'll finish what I was trying to say there. But like, yeah, I also want everyone involved to feel as comfortable and supported as possible in like the job they do, just as a basic human respect thing. Holy shit, you guys! <laughs> oh, my God. yeah, that's okay. Never mind. So, I can no longer take anything either of us say seriously. Hannah uh, and I are retiring from the podcast now. But, or maybe you just get one expert a week. We we can no longer appear as a duo. Yeah, you have to speak in shining unison now for a moment. (laughs) Morgan, what what more do you have? And I am interested. What do you have? What do you have? Oh, yeah. Don't make that face. You okay? What was that? I'm going to add to the fan fiction stuff real quick. There's other stuff than the fan fiction stuff? Yeah. Oh. That's why. There's other stuff? We've been talking for 40 minutes about the fan fiction stuff. (laughs) We paused for pizza, Morgan. In the middle, Hannah and I are going to just now in simultaneous uh, one voice say, boy, don't we. Boy, don't we. (laughs) Do you want me to order another pizza? Sorry. (laughs) In an interview, um, towards the end of the interview, the interviewer asks, Lastly, I have to know where your Twitter name, Ernesto Riley, came from. Matt laughs. That's so funny. Ernesto Riley came to me in a dream. He's the truth. He's all things and he is nothing. Okay. He is is all the things I am not. That's when a guy just spills paint and goes, art. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or he's like fully fucking with the reporter. Like. I don't know. Like, what an insane and masturbatory thing to say. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. This just gives more insight, I think, into like how, or at least how he speaks uh, in public. Interview asks, Do you ever give out that name at bars to brush people off? He says, Exactly. I give them a fake number with Ernesto's name on it, laughs. He's my mysterious doppelganger. I like I have no like I have no issue with someone giving a fake name and number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out I have issue with <laughs> the rest of it. Yeah, some other components. Everything else. Every I other it's, piece of this. God, it's so I mean, not to be this person, but I guess oh, to be true it. to myself. Like, how fucking white dude of him to be like, <laughs> it's my alter ego, so I certainly can't be blamed He's for the... thing and nothing. I can't be blamed for the thoughts in my head you can't that I put pin into him words. down. He's completely unpredictable. I, I forgot about, like, the fact that he's the guy on the Continuing new show. Career. Which, well, the thing that, like, grosses me out about that is that the teens on that show look a lot more like real teens. Like, because it's a newer show... So we're moving out of that space where 17-year-olds look 27 and they're, like, yeah. younger actors. So I'm, like, oh, I didn't even think about the fact they were younger actors. And that, like, older. maybe don't have the boundaries, like, or the training. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, like, we're we're not assuming that he is going no, to act yeah. predatory against any, sure. yeah. any co-worker. That's a very broad yeah. swath. But if there was a pattern of behavior to establish, this would be the wrong yeah, on. I'm certainly not trying to imply that he's like assaulting teen girls. Oh, no, 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 like no, no, I no. just what I want to be very clear <laughs> no, about no, no. is that like these teens are seeing 
a man behave this way and then keep getting to work. So they're like, and uh, it's laughed, another. It's getting laughed about on. Yeah. Right. So there's like it's, another generation of performers that are like, I guess and, I just got to take it. And fans giving him positive reinforcement right. for behaving that right. way. It's, it's an unusual way for an actor right. to act and yeah. act. And I like, as someone who has ever been a fan of anything yeah. before, I would absolutely hyper-focus on that. As yeah. someone who has no power in the entertainment yeah. industry, right. is this person who does gonna yeah. say something back to me? Right, right. Yeah. But like, so there's novelty at first, you know? And then like, which I think was the impulse we all had where we were like, oh, that's, wait, actually. Yeah. yeah. More details? Cause yeah. it's, that seems like it could be yeah, funny, but actually face. now as... That, that's why I started with, yeah. it's going to sound funny at first. Right. And pe- you're yeah, going to hear a great people point. laughing, but, like, but it's going to go downhill real fast. It's, I think it also helps that we are in a space of uh, the four of us are like women and marginalized genders where we're like, ah, we know, this we know can how go this goes wrong. Bad. Really like... Yeah. Speaking of how fucking white dude of him. Oh, no. I'm going to continue. I will say that it is of my opinion, and I'm sure it's about to be of your opinion as well. He does not deserve any of your pity. Now that The Vampire Diaries is over, some of the cast have gotten into arguments with him on Twitter, um, specifically Paul Wesley. Oh. And and a few women on the cast of The Legacies have blocked him on Twitter. Oh, wow. Oh, that that seems damning, damning in Absolutely. entertainment. On a still airing show? On a still airing show. That um, he's in with them? Yep. My shoulders have like, are <laughs> moving into my I ears. I watched you sink down into your body and I was like, same. <laughs> October 8th, 2020. Oh, that's so recent. Someone posted, if you missed what ha- what is happening during the VP debate 2020 a few hours ago, he and Paul clashed on a timeline. Wait, during the vice presidential debate preceding the American election? Thank you for clarifying. Was it related or was that just somebody's way of like marking the time? No, it's oh, related. Okay, also, okay. for marking time, that's about when I saw Teen Witch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like think in my head that it was simultaneous. So he's tweeting from his personal account. Not Ernest O'Reilly, but I'm Matt Davis. I'm seeing a blue check. I'm Matthew Davis. Yeah. Okay, okay. He says, it'd be nice if the moderator would stop interrupting Pence and let him finish his point. Oh, come on! <laughs> Paul Wesley says, it would also be nice if Pence answered the question he was originally asked rather than deflecting. Okay, I'm a step and right, stand Paul now. <laughs> All right. He says, Paul likes to vote for criminals and losers, just like he did in 2016. Stop! What? Your opinion on the matter carries little weight as far as I'm concerned. What? What is your Yo! And Paul Wesley replied, you're mistaken. I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. Hey, get him. Get him. Paul Wesley says, guys, Alaric drank some vervain. He's losing it. Uh-huh. Wait, this Paul Wesley attempted save. Paul Wesley Paul, said the last Paul thing. Paul Wesley said, Alaric drank That's some vervain. That's classic. So funny. Yeah. yeah. He was like, here's an out because I want to break this tension. Yeah. yeah. He like won and then gave him a free out. And then Matt Davis uh, <laughs> didn't take it. He declined the out. <laughs> no, he did not take the out. <laughs> no, take the out. This is so much more wild. Oh my God. Why are they having this conversation on their verified Twitter Morgan, account? every piece of this cootie catcher you've yeah. unfolded. I can't believe this legit gets to 
pro-Trump. Yeah. Like, wow, yeah. It gets worse. <laughs> worse? Okay, keep going, keep going. If any famous actors are out there, don't, don't tweet, tweet like, like this. this. Uh, don't tweet, period, but if you must, not like this. <laughs> okay, so basically, y'all are falling off a mountain with me, and I am setting a mattress barrier at every level for you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you for So like, we're yeah. not going to die, but I am going to be injured. This is actually illuminating so much about the past several wow. months yeah. that you've kept yeah. this from yeah. us so that we didn't get spoilered on the vampire show. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Davis replies to the Vervain comment uh, with yawn and then a yawn emoji. Okay. Paul Wesley replies, lighten up, baby boy. You know you miss me. Paul Wesley okay. said this? Shit. Paul Wesley okay. says it. And okay. then I'm flipping my hat around. <laughs> Matt Davis says he screen caps four images of Paul Wesley's fans uh, saying, your fans are super class at Paul Wesley. You must be proud. And it's and it's stuff like harassment. like Oh, like they're tweeting at they're tweeting this at, guy. Deserved. Yeah. People who like can do what they want and also who they're- They're not like threatening him, but they are saying like foul things like, uh, this is why I fucked your wife. <laughs> Please get salmonella and shit your large blah, blah, blah. I can't see it. (laughs) Okay. Like, you know, it's... Yeah. Listen, not... Get salmonella is a very funny insult, though. It's not how I would phrase any of it. (laughs) If anyone ever disagrees with me on Twitter, please tell me to get salmonella. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty funny one. Matt Davis screen caps people kind of threatening or like that is such at, like grasping at straws. He is grasping behavior. at straws. Yeah. So Paul Wesley replies, "Nobody, that's low hanging fruit. Why would I be proud slash condone that? You're better than that, Ernesto. <gasps> screen grabbing garbage and tweeting at me won't buy you any points. Wow, wow, this okay. is a fight, fight. Nice. Like the Damn. first few tweets could have been like a jocular, Just like a, like, a little living. like. A little like, okay, clearly these people don't get along in real life, but we can all move on. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, Holy shit. Wow. Okay. I am a fan now of Paul Wesley. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is a good TV yeah. show. <laughs> well, but they're both on the show. They're both on the show. Yeah, but one's a lead. Okay, but one of them is best friends with the showrunner. <gasps> like, who yeah. keeps forgiving his bad behavior? That's true. Wait, who's best friends with the showrunner? I don't know if they're really best friends, but the showrunner keeps excusing his behavior. Oh, yeah. okay, 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 the okay, showrunner. Okay. I thought you were like reviewing information to me. For a spinoff. Right. Okay. Taking one of these mattresses out. Morgan, do you have any other reveals? There's been a lot of pro-Trump stuff, mostly like people Gross. screen capping, mm-hmm. Matt Davis retweeting pro-Trump oh, stuff. Do we do we have any specific accounts he's been retweeting? Like any any oh, names that we would so nice. QAnon? That's such a hole to fall in. Are we about to learn he's a QAnon? Oh my god! Oh. He, he retweeted actual Donald like at Donald Trump. Okay, okay. So oh. clearly bad, but I was just like wondering if this got like Alex Jones far or like, you know. <laughs> this this was actually the tweet I found about uh people on legacies blocking or unfollowing him. How how do we know Daniel, that people blocked her, so him? It was I don't know why Danielle Kaylee and Jenny from Legacies cast unfollowed matt davis did they even reach out to their co-worker what if he was having a psychotic break okay okay he was probably not having a psychotic break y'all are so pro mental health right oh my god davis replies to be fair it's a non-story okay dude Uh, i unfollowed them first no need to gross 
Okay. Okay. Um, I'm like truly girding my loins for Morgan to reveal Matt Davis was at the Capitol insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> and then was like passing out fanfic. Oh like, my God. Um, actually no. Carlos or no, what was his name? I keep thinking of Carlos Danger. Yeah. And what, what was his Ernesto fanfic? Riley. Ernesto Riley was at the Capitol oh, insurrection. <laughs> No, there's nothing about him being at okay. The yeah, okay. we're not we're not okay. alleging that. We no, were just we're not at all. Okay. Yeah, I was I was going really far afield. Um, but there is stuff he either writes or like he retweets stuff about boycotting. Does that say boycotting China? China? Boycotting <laughs> all of China? Boycotting chi- China? <laughs> China the country? China? All of chi- boycotting China? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Woo! Uh, uh-huh. I don't know what he thinks that means. What does he think that looks like in practical terms? I'm sorry. Also, I'm also dying. that's like stupid and racist, but like also oh, yeah. what does that look like in practical terms? He he liked a few tweets. I can't believe how much you let us say we were enjoying his character so far. Yeah. <laughs> None of it was lies, but I Christ. still fully believe you can yeah, yeah. enjoy a character. Oh yeah, especially when we're enjoying it in a like can you believe this is happening way. Yeah. yeah. No, this is all this has become so much more like heightened and insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I can still this. enjoy Harry Potter after the JK Rowling thing. I ch- I just won't buy Harry Potter stuff. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I'll point out the many tiny ways I didn't previously notice it was problematic. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like what I'm doing now with this, I can go back to Harry yeah. Potter and look at it through another critical lens. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about it. I mean, I'm very grateful we've already been talking about this show with the lens of, of consent problems. Yeah. yeah. Like, because it's not like, ah, episode nine, gotta pivot. Yeah, gotta do a gotta hard Gotta become pivot. new podcasters. Now we gotta cover a lot of ground. Yeah. <laughs> we've always been this way. Um, and God bless us. He liked a few tweets everyone. that were... Uh, <laughs> everyone. Oh, we going to, we're going in his like? Yeah, oh, he liked God. a tweet that was transphobic. Oh, oh what was it? Read it. Uh, no. Uh, I don't I don't have to read it. If you yeah. Don't I mean, to. well, I mean, okay. I guess it's up to the trans people in this podcast if they want trans rhetoric read out loud. I just, wait, like, can I see it? I'm just curious. I, I just always want to know the level, you know? Yeah. I can't see it, but I'm going to just read Elle's face. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Oh, it's got um transing as a verb. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think all you need to know. Yeah, That's actually yikes. hilarious. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. It's stuff about massive air quotes, child abuse. Uh. <laughs> so like genuinely destructive content though. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only read one. Is that was that a collage of a bunch of? I different keep seeing you. I keep seeing you click back to a spreadsheet. You did made. you make a spreadsheet? I can yeah. More did you make a spreadsheet? I keep seeing. I can't like make out. Nobody's sharing things. their sources with Coach. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for doing this research. I'm sure this it was very fun. much to have to do. Uh, yeah, I am glad that we're not here, like being like, "Hang on, let me Google this part." Yeah. One, thing, yeah, one yeah. thing that I would love for listeners to know is that part of what's really blowing my hair back is that Morgan in my eyes, is infamous in this friend group for not really being able to keep secrets, uh-huh. um, especially when it comes to spoilers. Turns and out they were using all their energy on this one secret. Turns out they were oh using God. it all up on Matt Davis Oh my God, content. and now Morgan is free to keep so many secrets. Mm-hmm. So I like, no, I'm truly, I'm truly like flabbergasted by the amount of stuff you've been able to keep back. And I know that you kept like saying, I'm keeping a lot back. I'm keeping uh-huh, a lot back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I can't wait till I can tell you I'm keeping a lot 
about that. But uh, given what in. I know about your secret keeping, I thought it was much smaller. I thought <laughs> yeah, keeping I a lot back from for Which you. Is, was... I guess why we kept like going into the like, okay, let's dive in uh-huh. to why this is fucked up because we kept thinking it was over. Yeah, I thought this is it. <laughs> <laughs> we kept thinking Morgan can't possibly Did have it more. in a spreadsheet help you keep the secret? Because you know what the helped me kept, keep the secret was telling. Shane most of it. Yeah, okay. so, uh, that makes yeah. sense. So I, so I usually get around keeping secrets by telling other people. Sure. <laughs> right. So talk So I, I just hope that you everyone everyone just uh, hears that no, really, like, <laughs> oxymoron. Having, having your partner as like the designated like we count as one yes, person. So yes. <laughs> now, I am going to get to the last thing. Okay, okay. thank the most God. most terrible thing. Okay. Well, okay, not thank God, but. Yeah, it came out later that matt davis on the set was not treating cat graham with (gasps) respect electric chair (laughs) oh my god this is what makes me the most mad at him because it's not just some schmuck who likes trump Mm. it's someone who made a tweet specifically attacking a person that i i really yeah admire he made a tweet he made uh, a attacking her? What do you, Now, are you, like, is what you're saying that he was racist to her? Yes. Okay, I would okay. like to name that explicitly. Yeah. Yes. I, I was going to get to that. Okay, okay, okay. We're just, like, so It, just felt, it felt very yeah. Yeah. to be, like, not treating her with respect when what I assumed was that it was, like... Yeah, a, just, like, because it came I, after all the Trump stuff. There's a lot of stuff I don't personally know. Sure. Yeah, yeah I don't absolutely. know exactly what their relationship yeah. actually was on yes. set or off set. Yeah. But he did write a tweet about her oh no no yeah this is terrible if you don't know kat graham is half jewish her mom's jewish and she was raised jewish and he tweeted um oh i'm terrified yeah i'm like i am terrified yeah you just just say it just yeah 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 he tweeted are jewish people upset about bonnie's treatment too what so at the time fans in reference to what in reference to fans kind of adding Julie Pleck for the writing mm-hmm. of the show and how like she's been kind of you know like she's kind of pushed aside in a lot of storylines how Bonnie like, is pushed aside yeah. Bonnie's pushed aside okay so uh, he's saying interest. he's saying that not only should the black and black allied community well i think well, it's the reverse, it's the reverse. Yes. i think it's well jewish people aren't complaining so why should black people be yeah, yes is that what oh my yeah. god i think that if i am reading it correctly his implication is only black people are complaining yes and yeah therefore oh my god yeah. this doesn't make sense because i'm jewish sorry to make you guys explain yeah. no it's okay no 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 why to be angry but like <laughs> i'm i'm really like i'm glad you asked the question so that like to whoever's yeah. listening to us yeah. we can be explicit yeah. about yeah. What the implication yeah. of his words are well, and on the me, surface, yeah. like it did take me a second. On the at first, I was like, okay, well, that's bad, but why? Yeah, and I just yeah. had to think about it for a yeah. second to be like, oh my god, the implicate, like, yeah, because yeah. it's that's gross. that like that fucking nef- like just like it's insidious. It, yes, thank yeah. you. That's the word I couldn't find. Like that insidious like Trump supporter thing where they're like. Well, I didn't call anyone the N word. Yeah, just like you endless know. whataboutism, well, like, yeah. and yeah. But you've not you've not considered the implications of anything you've said because <laughs> free speech means that you don't have to consider mm-hmm. anything you're saying to have weight. But yeah, yeah. when other people exercise their free speech, you yeah. do a okay. million like mm, actually you're not entitled to have that opinion because <laughs> yeah, right. Because Which, like they I'm don't not see- entitled to. Be- 
Yeah, right. I actually have you considered that your identity makes it irrelevant what you said, right, bro? Yeah, (laughs) I'm just like I'm so tired, like I'm so exhausted, like by the whole thing, every everything, the never ending story of why this guy sucks is what this (laughs) episode is about. Yeah, Yeah. this episode is why Matt Davis sucks. This is also part of why I'm glad that we got through Mm -hmm. all of this because the idea of like moving forward with my week, Uh (laughs) not knowing the breadth of this. Right. Yeah. This is, this is very much like finding out the Jimmy Pesto stormed the Capitol. It's like the chisel face (laughs) vampire teacher is secretly. Right. It's like you find that out and you're like, just be a small bit player in the funny vampire show. Like you it's fu- like you're like just living the fucking dream yeah keep your stupid shit to yourself fight with you why are you fighting with your co-stars on twitter but also, but also like that's the least but also of, it. of course it was that character <laughs> in actually both circumstances <laughs> of yeah. course oh my god a game of which vampire diaries character can would i leave on a slightly more positive please, please. Yeah. when it comes to Ian Summerholder and Cat Graham's relationship sounded okay. they had a relationship more positive. Not not okay, a, like, not but a, they're like chill, dating. they're cool, interpersonal. They're, yeah, there was some tension between Cat Graham and and Julie Plec and like the the mm-hmm. writers like where the idea of like Bonnie having like a solid love interest and a lot of fans were shipping Bonnie and Damon. I see that. Uh huh. And like two yeah. hot I people, them. two hot yeah. people, and like he's tasked with protecting yeah. your family. Yeah. Imagining yes. them kiss is very great. But like yeah. they they have a fantastic not brothers. they're not brothers, uh, not brothers. they're not That's brothers a huge plus yeah. they have a fantastic yeah. kind of friendship arc together that like That's fun. goes and like yeah, yeah we've saw, we've seen the beginnings of that yeah yeah and i like and it and in, in it at some point it seems like it has this potential of being so much more it wasn't just like a few people like a huge chunk of the fandom was like we see this in the Mm -hmm. writing why aren't they together which like i mean i don't i don't love the idea of like a bunch of fans think it should be like this and therefore it should yeah yeah but i think it's fair to say that this might be related to a pattern of behavior of yeah right they are they are noticing something about that character's treatment for a gorgeous talented actress to not be treated like the other gorgeous talented actresses yes and it's like you've put her through the ringer give her a happy ending yeah and joey plaque was saying no like so right well, it got to the point where, like, Cat Graham, after season eight, was like, after season eight, I'm gone. I'm not going to be in the season nine. Do we know if that was her decision or, like, a decision? I think it was her decision. Okay. I think. Okay. okay. From what I've consumed and absorbed. Yeah, but it sounds like, so there's no way to know for sure, but yeah. she parted ways with the show. I, I, yeah, she said, I'm not going to be on the show anymore. I'm leaving. And then Ian, from what I remember, said, well, if she's not going to be on the show, I'm not going to be on the show. And so because he left, Julie Plack was like, well, there's no season nine. Wow. Okay, well, fuck yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Yeah. So that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. So Paul Wesley gets a point in my yeah. corner. Yeah. For what? That's a couple of them. Matt Damon. Yeah. Like, Ian Summerholder gets a point in, in my corner as well. I was not prepared for how much I would come out of this being a fan of the real dude. Yeah, right. same, same. Yeah. I'm glad we're drinking their whiskey. Yeah, I'm glad to have brought you whiskey. <laughs> Supporting dude. their small yeah. business. Yeah. If I'm going to drink whiskey, I'm glad it's yeah. from yeah. some ally. Can't wait yeah. to drink your brother's <laughs> Ew. Oh, no. Ew. Oh, my God. Ew. Why 
you do that to yourself? Why did you know you're not going to cut that. We just talked. We had okay, a, okay, we just okay, talked okay. about consent for two hours. You are going to cut that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's fair. But also, what if the episode's what? titled Breath But when we drink it, we call it Breath Okay, that, yeah. I, what I want is for you to just, like, to not actually cut the text out, but just beep it out for a long time. <laughs> Find out next episode. <laughs> can I can I put it in if I put beep? The series finale. Maybe. That like is so good. Just like again, I want to say thank you for planning the release of this information to us. Yeah. That peeled it like an onion. You did. You did. <laughs> like a Shrek onion. Exactly like Shrek. Oh, happy peeled 20th like Shrek. anniversary, Shrek. Happy 20th anniversary to I Shrek. I want to plug Shrek. <laughs> that's not true but i do want hannah to plug shrek actually i would like to Rude. plug the puss in boots show on netflix oh God. <laughs> have you seen that i have not <laughs> <sighs> risky business a great movie watch it now <laughs> i would like to plug the vampire diaries <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and share and follow us on Twitter at Journals Podcast.